Hi everybody, Joe Leonardo here. And this is Andrew Berger. Along with being the hosts of Stateside F1, Andrew and I are audio engineers with thousands of hours of podcast experience. Between the both of us, we've worked with a wide variety of companies from Google to Discovery as editors, mixers, sound designers, and even social media managers. If it's a companion podcast for a TV show or just a hobby among friends, we can help you with your podcast. Feel free to reach out to us at statesidef1 at gmail.com. Welcome to Stateside F1. I'm Joe Leonardo. And that man making the sound of Formula One racing in the Americas, since we haven't done an episode in a while, is Andrew Berger. Hello, Joe. We've been out for a minute, Mm. but it's good to be back in the hot seat talking Formula One with you. And we're talking uh, United States, Mexico, and Brazil. Joe, I got to be honest with you. The United States Grand Prix was less than a month ago. It's hard for me to pick out any specific moments from the United States Grand Prix that I found memorable enough to remember today. Oh, no, there was the the whole United States thing was the disqualification of uh, Hamilton, Leclerc. Hamilton. Because they, like, you had their floor, right? It wasn't the plank, like, whittled, uh, like, a millimeter too small. You're right. Hamilton originally came in second place, Mm -hmm. and Mercedes looked like they were actually up to something. Yeah. And then the FIA had to just crumble and crush my dreams i know perez uh was about to get overtaken i believe by hamilton and points yeah right that yeah but it's okay because perez binned it in mexico Mm. but i will say this one thing before we move on to mexico uh logan Sargent got his one point in america so that's something it just required two cars to be disqualified (laughs) but Hey, points to point, baby. And guess what? USA. USA. When Andretti comes into Formula One, will Sargent just be thrown to the side as a reserve driver for Andretti? Or will Williams actually work to develop him as a driver? So, um, who's their uh, uh, principal? Yost? Colin Yost? Tost? Oh, you're right. No, Tost is Alpha Tower. Yes. Uh, I think it's Yost. See, when you said Yost, I want to say Colin. Jost, I know that's no, that's why I remember his name all the time because I think Colin Jost, but then say Yost. Uh, he no, he released a guy. video where he was like, "Hey, we're sticking with Logan. I know all you fans hate him. I know, I know all the Formula One is like, why is he here? But we're sticking <laughs> behind our guy, and everyone just collectively went boo. Yeah, he." Isn't it the it's the guy from Mercedes that went to Williams? Yes. It's I, uh, James Vowels. Is That's it Vowels? His name. Oh, what, or is he just the AlphaTauri guy? I can't remember now. AlphaTauri guy. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. I had him backwards. He Vowels. Yeah. Team principal of Red Bull Williams Racing. He just had a baby. Also. Ooh. Like that explains a lot. So he's like half involved. <laughs> Yeah, he's 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 on paternity yeah. leave for the last couple races. Uh, 
which explains why we haven't released an episode in a while because I just had a baby for those listening. So exactly. I assume you're all clapping while listening. And thank you very much. I want to bring it to Mexico. Okay. I forgot K-Mag just threw it into the wall. Dude, these hydraulic failures in these Formula One cars is terrifying. Mm. You were just a passenger. Not to gloss over you becoming a father for the second sure. time. That That's is fine. It's when it's a second kid. I already got all the praise for the first one. You're right. You're right. Second child, very much second child syndrome, and they'll, they'll know it. Mm-hmm. Wait, what happened to Perez again in Mexico? No, that's right. That was right at the start of the race. Yeah. He he turned, he closed the door in on Leclerc. Mm-hmm. And then um and then Leclerc got booed <laughs> when he got interviewed. Yeah. And he literally was just like, Oh, I hear the boos, I hear the boos, but listen, you know, nothing I could have done. Which there was nothing he could have done. Leclerc, dude. Why am I so unlucky? Ah This poor guy. He has so much potential and it's being wasted. He's like when you create a Dungeons and Dragons character and you have to allocate mm-hmm. all the points and you have like strength and wisdom all the way up, but then you have no points left over. So you put zero for luck and then it comes <laughs> back to bite you in the ass. You know what I mean? It's like creating an RPG character and then you're like, oh, what do I need luck for? And you have zero for luck and then you're like, oh, that's why. Because if not, I'm going to crash into the wall on a formation lap five minutes into the there was a great video i saw that was like compilation of leclerc's best moves in brazil and it's like two seconds long oh god yeah that was also a hydraulic failure yeah it yeah i you know what our next episode we should really go on who shouldn't be on the grid teams and drivers let's do that now let's do that now let's start with logan Sargent. he shouldn't be on the grid now i I'm going to do research on him this week and see what he brings to the table because it obviously isn't his skill as a driver. Uh, an American audience. They want to get they want to get into America. They have three races here. They have Vegas, Miami, and then Austin. Um, and they're like, we need an American driver because literally we're spending so much time here and money. And the Vegas Grand Prix, I heard there's people protesting the race still. The track does look like an upside down pig it totally i mean even uh what's his face commented on it uh horner he's like it looks like you know a pig so it's vegas he was doing like a guess what circuit by looking at the map christian horner he's he's the perfect guy for the job that he has he's the best married to a spice girl stirs is he married to a spice girl no yeah he's married to a spice girl i forget which one no no, he's not. Yes, he no, is. that's David Beckham. David, David Beckham. Beck- that's really why well. I know it because there was a meme that was like, you know, both of them are married to Spice Girls, but one of them is the pinnacle of sports, and the other one's David Beckham. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. No, she's Ginger Spice. Ginger Spice, baby. What? Mm-hmm. Tell me what you want. What you really, really want? I think Joe Guan Yu can go. I was uh, Team Joe for the longest time. I mean, he had potential. Last year, I was like, he's going, he's going places, and then I feel like he's fizzled. He has six points this year, though. Wait, I'm still not over this girls? ginger spice. She has the famous United Kingdom dress. Ginger did the dress? Yeah, she's the dress. She's the dress, yeah. So she is like the face of the Spice Girls then. No, I thought that was... Uh, there's ginger spice, baby spice, there's baby there's spice, Posh, which is married or, to David Beckham. Right. There's sporty spice. 
Yeah. There's scary spice. Scary spice is she's there's ice the, spice. <laughs> no, scary spice was all the talent of the band. I don't know anything. I remember liking the movie when I was a kid. It was basically like a take on Hard Day's Night, but for the nineties. That's cool. That's pretty much like what they were doing is they were doing another Hard Day's Night. That I mean, that's all they needed to do. It's a shame that McFly uh, didn't get as famous as they should have, in my opinion. Who's McFly? Because to me, they're like the new Beatles, but then they just... I found out about them from this movie with Lindsay Lohan and Chris Pine called Just My Luck, which is named after a song by the band McFly. Mm. Chris Pine is this unlucky band manager of McFly and Lindsay Lohan is this super lucky girl like like just stupid dumb luck kind of stuff and they she meets Chris Pine and they kiss and then the luck gets switched over to Chris Pine and then McFly gets famous and it's a stupid uh, love story for like 12 year old girls a whole marketing ploy just to get McFly American fans. And oh, it obviously. So work. is wait, McFly is a real band, not a they're, fake band. Yeah, okay. they're they're a real band named after Marty McFly. Okay. Uh, did you ever see Josie and the Pussycats? Ooh, I saw. That's super fun. That's with Tara Reid. Um, and I think um, oh, who's the woman who's like going out with Cory Booker, and she's also in Star Wars now? Wait, what? <laughs> What's the Star Wars show that you you watch? There's a Star Wars show that you watch. It's like new Oksana Ahsoka. Ahsoka. It's her, like her. Wait, she... she's dating Cory Booker, Senator Cory Booker. Oh, uh, Rosario, Rosario Dawson. Dawson is? That's it. Yes, I think she's in Josie and the Pussycat. Uh, Josie and the Pussycats, and Carson Daly's in it too briefly. And also the the great Alan Cummings is in it, and he's just he's being his sassy self, which is always fantastic. He what a name. Alan Cummings. I mean, he's he hosted this show that's like only on Peacock. It's streaming, uh, and it's called mm. The Traitors. And like the premise is, they have to find the traitor of the group, and they do a bunch of like small tasks. But mm-hmm. he like plays up. They're like in a Scottish manner, and he plays up his cheekiness. It's like very camp, and the dude is just made to host a game show because <laughs> he's always like, "There, someone here is a traitor." And like he says it in a way that even they're laughing, like the the guests are like, "Yay, Alan Cummings is being <laughs> ridiculous." To me, the peak of British humor is I love Top Gear dearly, mm. the Clarkson era. Sure, that's what I assumed. Not the Matt LeBlanc era. I didn't hate the Matt LeBlanc era, but the new era with Chris Chris Harris is the only redeemable person. But um, because he actually knows about cars and he's a race car driver. But to me, it's the weakest link is the pinnacle of British humor. The the game show? the week You are the weakest yes. link. Goodbye. Yes. To me, that is just the funniest <laughs> There's thing. There's a great clip of someone like roasting that woman <laughs> and basically like saying she's like doesn't get sex in her life. But he's like... Oh, no, no But way. it's so funny because this guy is like basically like he's at her level of wit and it's hilarious. You should check it out. But before, because we're already eating up a lot of time, uh, let's talk yeah. about drivers we want to get rid of. All right, let's go back to your original question. So I put on the table okay. Logan Sargent. I, we already understand why I want to get rid of him because he's kind of like, you know, he's not there yet. Um, I think Joe Guan Yu. Joe Guan Yu can go. He has six points. I, I, um, <sighs> For Alpha Romeo. I disagree. Really? Because that's so funny. Because last year you were very anti Joe Guanyu. You said he sucked. 
I think that's a direct <laughs> quote. <laughs> and I asked you to, I'll let you to say more. And in Bellich, you said, no, I stand by my statement. I'm on Formula One's website and they're marketing the Ferrari film with Adam Driver on it. Wow. How, uh, how convenient. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Guan Yu Zhou. Who are you going to the F2 days? He puts up a good fight. I think Botas needs to go. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, he has 10 points. It's funny. We're, we're naming all these people have like points. It's like K-Mag. K-Mag only has three points this year. He needs to go too. Yeah. Yeah. Nico, I feel like Nico's doing all right. I, it makes sense for him to stay. I mean, yes, he's older. That's the thing. I mean, Ricardo's back, so I want Ricardo to get back into the Red Bull. I don't see it. Everyone keeps no. saying it. Everyone's it's like, oh, Daniel's going to take his seat. I'm like, no I'm way. I'm not seeing this Daniel Ricardo that everyone else is seeing. No, did you see Ricardo at the end of Brazil Grand Prix? He looked like he was about to cry. <laughs> I mean, his car crapped out. His he got you know he got hit with a tire. Yeah, it was. <laughs> he literally got hit with um, whose tire hit him? I forget. Was it Magnuson's? Yeah, it was. Someone's tire flew off and broke his back wing. That's the thing. And then him and Oscar were were already lapped by the time they joined the race. They started from the pit lane already a lap behind. I would say this though. I was like, because I was kind of watching the stats during that race, and yeah. I was like, okay, cool, Ricardo, because he he left the pits behind Oscar. So I was like, okay, mm -hmm. there's really no race here, but it's just the two of them. The two right. Aussies are going to race each other. Aussies, mm -hmm. Aussies. Did I say that right? Aussies? Aussies. Australian for beer. Aussies. Put um, some shrimps on the barbie for me. I wanted the style knife. We're saying the, the classic two things that Americans say. <laughs> I want to watch uh, Paul Hogan, the Crocodile Dundee made a Western movie called Lightning Jack. I saw it as a kid and oh. I was telling my wife about it. I'm like, we have to watch it again. Anyways, that's another tangent. I want I, I want to keep us on track. <laughs> trying my best but my brain is fighting me uh anyways so the two were on the track and they were kind of i'm like okay they're just gonna battle it out and daniel got in front of him and kept like a good three second ish you know lead in front of him and i'm like okay there's something there obviously he has some pace and then come to find out there was apparent damage on oscar's car the whole time anyways so i was like all right then that really wasn't a race because uh... he was damaged so I don't know. I feel like Oscar is a future superstar. Oscar's going to be huge. Yeah, get him in the right car. Mm -hmm. Could be a McLaren. McLaren next year could be, could be a, you know, yeah. make some waves, as the kids are saying. The kids from 1955. Yeah, McLaren's going to overtake Ferrari. This year or next year? Lance... Not this year. Next year. Oh, no, okay. Yeah, next year for sure. I mean, they're fourth. Ferrari's third, but McLaren is... Are they 100 points behind? Is, well, is no, McLaren going to have Mercedes engines next year? There's a great meme. <laughs> I feel like 90% of this podcast is me going, hey, that's a great meme. Oh, there's a great <laughs> meme of like... It's just a video of Toto running in the mm -hmm. you know garage, and it's like <laughs> uh, Toto on his way to take back the engine from McLaren. <laughs> 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 it was like yeah, amazing sense i don't know when is that deal up is that deal up this year so uh mercedes engines are williams mclaren and mercedes right so far yeah contract is up in 2025 okay so not this not next season the season after yeah 
I'm not sure if Mercedes will resign. Depends on the money. Mm. Obviously. Hey, speaking of resigning, when is Stroll's contract up? Because that boy definitely wants out. Even though he did pretty good in Brazil, he wants out. I don't know. I feel like he's his heart's not in it. He's like kind well, of. He like, did pretty well this past week. Exactly. So like recently he's done good, but if you've seen some of the press he's done over the past weeks, he's like, he's like, oops, I guess I suck now. He. Uh... He signed. Sorry, I keep yawning, man. Holy fuck. So are we saying just, are we saying just Joe, Botas, um, who else did we say? Lance. Needs to go. We said Magnuson needs to go, so that's three. Oh, Sergeant, obviously, so that's four. Lance needs to go, too. Stroll, yep, I agree, that's five. How about, should someone go somewhere else? How about that? Leclerc needs to go somewhere else. I love Fred Vasseur. I just want him to hug me. I just want I want to adopt him to be my dad. <laughs> he that's the thing. Leclerc finally got the optimal Ferrari team. Yeah. It just took him four years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So maybe Signs needs to go somewhere. Back to McLaren. No, okay. I think McLaren's got the greatest team right now. Yeah, McLaren has the best shot right now. I think Zach Brown, Oscar Orlando is a dream team. Yeah. I feel like Zach Brown seems like the type of guy he's like, I'm a tough boss. And then like Lando's like, fuck you. And he's like, ah, he's just joking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, ah. He's like, ah, my kids are just, he's just joking with me. And he's like, shut up. I hate you. You're ugly. He's like, ah, he's just, he's joshing me. All right, go win it, boys. Go win it, boys. Shut up. Shut up, Zach. So he's a, he's a wise guy. He's just a wise guy. <laughs> Let's go play some hockey. Shut up, Zach. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Doesn't he play hockey? Yeah, he plays hockey. Zach Brown, for as unathletic as this man looks, yeah. plays every single sport. He and drives Formula One cars. He looks like he's like a prescription drug salesman, like you'd see at a doctor's office, <laughs> <laughs> like selling Lipitor or something. Him and Christian Horner are like the most salesy of salesmen 100%. on the Formula One paddock. 100%. Toto Wolf doesn't need to sell because he owns part of the team, so he doesn't give. He doesn't care at all what anyone thinks of the Mercedes team. Yeah, no, he's he's definitely he's definitely. I think Daddy Toto. Toto's got like true boss energy. He's definitely annoying, and he's definitely like I'd roll my eyes at him because he's like, "Come on, guys, we can do this." And like, oh, of course. It's fucking. Well, weird. that's that's what makes you and I. The, the difference between you and I and Formula One world champion. Exactly. We'd be like, yeah. be like, screw you, Toto. We can't <laughs> yeah. do this. And he'd be like, watch We're me. We're rebels, man. Yeah, and he'd be like, arg, yeah. watch Jekyll, me. Jekyll, says the car's f***ed up. You ask Jekyll. <laughs> We're just doing Arnold Schwarzenegger impressions of... <laughs> That's pretty much Austrian, right? Well, yeah, you're right. Yeah, there's I, an awesome. There's a great meme. I'll say it again for the fifth and final time. <laughs> Someone, you know, Las Vegas has the sphere. So someone put like they need to play this uh, yeah. on the sphere, and they they change the aspect ratio of that that clip from Drive to Survive, where Christian was like, "Change your f***ing car." He's like, "You change your car, Chekel, because the Chekel says the car is fucked." <laughs> that whole thing, and someone put it on the sphere, so their faces are all distorted. <laughs> <laughs> it looks hilarious. These should charge people to watch the race from the sphere, dude. I'd watch it from inside the sphere, dude. The inside yeah, is yeah, yeah, awesome. Exactly. There's clips from that U2 concert. I'm like, I'd actually go see a U2 concert now. Just if it happened in that crazy, it, it just requires like 
psychedelic visuals. Exactly. And then I can kind of withstand U2's music. You know, I found what I'm looking for. It's not you, buddy. Move along. <laughs> I heard someone told me that they saw Bono. You know how he was like, he, for a time he was known as this huge philanthropist. Apparently when he was like in Africa or somewhere where he donates, he was like, I don't want any of these kids touching <laughs> me or any of them near me. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> I find it very entertaining. <laughs> All right. Should we close it off? Yeah. So people off the grid, name them. All right. We had Magnuson. We had Joe Guan Yu. We had Botas. We had Logan Sargent. We had Stroll. So that's up to five. That was it. And then we said, who needs to move? And we said, Leclerc signs probably need to leave Ferrari. Where would they go, though? I feel like, how about Alonzo to uh, Ferrari? That would be crazy. He he was so close to a world championship in Ferrari. I mean, he's like, he's made the weirdest career moves. He, or just too many career moves. They just never panned out. Not that they're weird. He, that's the thing. He moved from Renault to McLaren Mercedes, but Hamilton was there. And Hamilton just yeah, rocked was, the Formula yeah. One world. He was a prodigy. And everyone was like, yeah, they're like, oh, Fernando Alonso, like no one exactly. cares about you anymore. This man can't drive unless he's out front. Remember that from last year? Oh my God. Yeah, that was. <laughs> what a beautiful, beautifully like worded shade. That, you know, I think Hamilton's finally come to terms. He's seeing the progress in Mercedes, so he's not as down in the dumps. So now when he's in the recovery room with Verstappen, He's like, oh, hey, buddy, like, you know, we're like, you know. He's definitely, yeah, he feels, Hamilton always feel, felt very introverted to me. Oh, for sure. Um, and everyone's like, oh, he's an ass. It's like, uh, I just think he's like a very shy person. Um, I can't imagine. Is shy just a way of getting away with being an ass? Oh, you know, we talked about a move. How about this? Does Ricardo deserve Red Bull? Or do you think he's going to be able to de deserve Red Bull at some point? Or do you think it's going to be Sonoda? How about that? A or B? Oh, Ricardo that's tough. I, I think it's Ricardo. I think it's a safe move. If if Red Bull is still in the position they're in. Because mm, Tsunoda, there's... I, Tsunoda, they yeah. can't cool down his attitude. So Tsunoda, he's going to be in Red... They're going to yep. put him in the... If they put him in the Red Bull, he's going to be like, yes, I am going to be the world champion. And then he's going to screw up everything and Verstappen's going to stop winning world championships. He's hot-headed. He, I think he can't... He has no patience. There was that... Which race was it when he was behind Oscar? In just a couple more laps, he would have passed him. I think he had more pace, but yet he tried to overtake yeah, him soon. and then ended up in the dirt. Was that Mexico? I think it was Mexico. I think it was Mexico. I just, I saw the highlight. Yeah, he spun out. It was like, really? Yeah. And then he's like, he's frustrated flailing his arms. He's like, dude, keep your arms on the, this, the wheel and get back in the race. Don't spend time yeah. venting. Like you can vent after the race. And I think he's just too hot headed. I can see a scenario where 24, when they get rid of Checo, which is, pretty much a definite at this point um yeah that liam lawson he might get picked up by alpha tari and then it'll be lawson sonoda back to that thing and they'll probably move up ricardo to red bull i'm not too i don't think that's a the best idea but it's not the worst i think it depends on the kind of deal they sign with ricardo if i was ricardo what's he about 33 32 it would either have to be 
an insane number or I'd have to be like, I'm still going to try for a championship. Either we pay you this amount for you to just back up Max for the time you're here or they try to lowball him and Ricardo's like, I'll take this, but like, I'm not, I'm not hooking Max up as much as you want me to. I see him being a team player. I see him getting the paycheck and then being like, what do you want me to do? Yeah, I can go to the Met Gala every year and do my little YouTube videos and do my little jokes and I can still drive the best car ever to be in Formula One. So Ricardo's buying a lifestyle after Formula One, you think? 100%. The man understands that his age isn't there. Like, this isn't a forever thing. So I don't think it's about him chasing championships. It's about him setting up the next stage in his life, which is being a, like an influencer slash commentator slash brand. Like, that's that's the that's the next step. I just had in my mind, as you said that, just like, you know how David Coulthard or Jensen, like retired F1 drivers usually enter, uh, interview the drivers mm-hmm. post-race? Yeah, DC's always on F1 TV. Oh, he's, he's a great, great. commentator. He, I just had a yeah. picture of Ricardo doing that same thing, and it was so sad. So here's the thing is I see him above that. I don't, I don't think he retires and just becomes a color commentator. Yes, he'll do that from time to time, but I think he's a bigger brand, and I think Red Bull wants to buy into the Ricardo brand. But behind Lewis Hamilton, I would say Daniel Ricardo is probably the next biggest figure in Formula yeah, One. Yeah, because he's the most relatable figure. Yeah, he's a he's a bro. Like he's a, he's a guy you can. He almost reminds me of like an American yeah. football star. Like like you think of what's his name Kelsey there, who's like now a big thing because of Taylor Swift. Like he's doing SNL and like he's funny. Like Ricardo's like that. Or like Max Verstappen is like um, Nikki Lauda. Like you're not. You, you, like you respect him. <laughs> his Nikki Lauda is not all about his personality. No, he's about his racecraft. But he's not there for the personality. Ricardo's the personality. I don't know. Maybe Verstappen's the modern day Lauda where he's just like, I, I race and I go home and I race more. 100%. I think if I think if Nicky Lauda was racing now, he'd probably be on a similar trajectory as like starting your own e-racing or e-sports e-racing team and just, you know, just the obsession of getting better at your craft. Didn't he start his own like airline or something? Yeah, yeah, too. He had Nikki Air and Lauda Air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we have to end this episode. Thank you for listening to Stateside F1. Please like, comment, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your sweet, sweet podcast content. Follow us on Instagram at Stateside F1 and TikTok at Stateside F1 Podcast. Feel free to message us, DM us memes, comments, questions, suggestions, etc. We will respond and follow you back. See y'all soon. Thank you.